Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. I'm glad you're joining us for another episode of the Fight for Your Marriage podcast. I'm also happy to have Lori join me as we discuss how to cope after your spouse has had a child with another person. Now, this topic may not apply to you today, but I would still challenge you to listen because you can encourage someone else who may be facing the same situation by telling them about this episode. This is definitely a topic that we hear from people often on. It's something that they've faced or it's something that they have fear of facing. And so it's very common for us to hear from people who want to know how to deal with the thought of their spouse fathering or mothering a child with someone else. And children are a blessing from God. In fact, let me read Psalm 127 verses 3 to 5. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Verse 5, blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Just like you read, children are a blessing. All children are a blessing. And I know that when you discover that your spouse is having a child with another person, or you may discover later in life that they had a child that's now older, it can be overwhelming and it can feel like that child is not a blessing, but a burden to your situation. Well, today we're going to share some testimonies from some listeners of the podcast who um, called in to just share what they have had happen in their situation as their spouse has parented another child. And we have a variety of people that you're going to hear from, and I really think it will help encourage you. But most importantly, we want you to see that God is in the midst of this. And while it may seem while you're standing and praying for restoration, like the thought of a child being born would be a deal breaker. And it would be the final straw that would, that would just make you decide that's it. You can no longer stand. You no longer want that spouse back. We really want to challenge you to just seek the Lord because you are being faced with a new opportunity through that child. And it reminds me of the story in the Bible of Hosea and Gomer. If you haven't read the story of Hosea and Gomer recently, I would suggest that you go read it. The book of Hosea is not a super long book, but the basis of the story in Hosea is an example of the relationship between the Lord and Israel. God told Hosea to marry a prostitute named Gomer, and Gomer was repeatedly unfaithful to Hosea. But Hosea continued to vow to love her despite the fact that she was an adulteress. And You may think, how could he have done that? You may be in that same situation where you have a spouse who's repeatedly unfaithful to you, yet you are still showing them the unconditional love of Jesus. And I love what Tony Evans says in his Bible commentary. He said, because the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods, that's how Hosea could love Gomer. Because she was turning her back on him, but he continued to love her. He was being a living example of God at that time. And in chapter three, Hosea literally has to go and buy his wife back, 
paying shekels to get his wife back. And that's such a picture of God's love. Our human nature is when somebody hurts us or somebody walks away from us that we want to turn our back on them and we want to be done with them and we want to have them hurt the way we hurt. But God tells us throughout the Bible that we're supposed to love people the way he loves people. And that includes a child that may be born. And sometimes we have to experience hurt to heal. I read that recently and I thought that was so profound. It doesn't mean that life is going to go through and we're going to not have any trials, but sometimes we have to go through hurt to heal. An example of that is if you have to have surgery, if you hurt your knee or your elbow and a surgeon needs to go in to repair it, you're going to have pain when you're recovering from that surgery, but your healing is going to come because of the pain that you're experiencing through that surgery. And sometimes we have to go through hard things in our life to heal and finding out or figuring out how to work in a relationship with a, another person and this child that has been born is going to hurt, but God can bring so much healing through it. I know from the past being in ministry as many years as we have been, I have personally talked to several uh, men or women that their spouses had a child with the other person. And then they have felt the confidence and, and called and maybe got permission if they could bring that child over to visit with their spouse or with their other children. And they then start building a relationship with this child that is born out of wedlock. Let me share a few of the testimonies that we've received recently. And I hope these are as much of an encouragement to you as they were to us. A few, let me see, in 2012, my husband had an affair, and um, we separated for some time. I was um, still wanting to um, pursue restoration in our marriage, and after he came back home, we discovered that she was pregnant, and so um, we decided that we would still remain married and... There were a lot of adjusting to do, lots of ups and downs. Um, we ended up separating about three years later. But through it all, um, we are back together as of January, and our marriage is better than ever. We also have a son of our own, and it was well worth it. In terms of my relationship with my stepson, um, when I decided that I was going to stay, I knew that it couldn't be his fault, you know, none of it was his fault, and that he was going to have a mother when he was with us. So we have a loving relationship, and um, and yes, it's wonderful. Hello, good afternoon. Um, I just wanted to share a brief testimony. I, uh, My husband and I have been divorced for a little over two years. Um, and I thought when somebody didn't love you that you were supposed to just move on with your life, um, but I found that that um, did not seem to work for me. Um, I um, fast forward to um, September of last year. Um, my husband pulled me to the side at a at a gathering and um, confessed to me that he had an affair with a very young lady, and she had had a baby. And um, he was debating on whether he was going to um, bring her into the home. 
and uh, they lived together, and he'd take care of the, her and the baby or um, he, if he was coming back to me. And um, I actually, at the time, I told him, you know, hey, I'm hurt, but go ahead, live your life, and I'll try and live mine. Um, but when I went home, I found that the Lord just would not give me rest. Um, I had such emotional pain. Um, it really, honestly, it drove me to my knees, and I began to pray. And as I began to pray, um, the Lord also um, led me into a, a fast. And um, out of that fast, the Lord began to um, show me in the Word um, His will for my marriage. Um, he um, showed me that my need to forgive. Um, and he asked me, you know, personally, you know, can the Lord, can I deliver a person for it? Can I um, uh, forgive a Lord, forgive a person for anything? And I was like, yes, Lord, you can. And he asked me, well, why can't you forgive this man for what he's done to you? And um, he has begun to talk to me through his word. Um, he's given me scriptures about um you know, in Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? Um, he's told me, you know, um, um, that what what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Um, it's really been a journey. He has um, shown me himself, and he's shown me me and my and the error of my ways and um, things that I need to fix in myself in order to, in the future, if we are to get together, back together to, um, you know, to learn to lean and depend on him. And um, that is my testimony. I have met the young lady and I have met the baby. The baby is, is very precious. She's cute. I have learned not to be as focused on that situation um, as I am on the Lord and what he wants me to do. And many times I've asked him, you know, do you want me to keep fighting? Do you want me to keep standing? And every time I ask him, he comes through with a scripture or a word or, you know, or a prayer or something to show me um, to look to him and to trust him and that he will do what he said he was, that he will do. Um, the last word that he gave me uh, when I was about to go into my depression and my bad mood again because I felt like, you know, every time he goes back to his house, he's choosing her over me. Um, and I started to get depressed, and I asked, I started to reach out to the Lord, and he told me, you know, just laugh at the devil. The devil knows his time is short, and he's going to have to leave him alone. And so that is my testimony. Um, I hope that it's helpful to somebody, and I uh, pray that I'm just thankful for you and your ministry. I did not know what it meant to stand for my marriage. I wish I would known a long time ago. Um, but now that I know, I praise God for his grace and for his patience with me. And I just ask you all to um, continue to pray for me and my husband um, that the Lord will bring all things to pass. Amen. I hope you were blessed listening to these two dear women sharing from their heart of what they have gone through in their uh, marriage problems. But before I talk about it, I want to share with you a scripture that I think will help you as you listen to these um, testimonies. And it's in Matthew 18. And I'm going to start in verse 19. 
again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with thee. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? And Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times. And then it goes on and tells a story about an unmerciful servant. And so I'm not going to read that today, but read Matthew 18, the whole chapter. It's excellent. But I want you to understand that in the circumstances that you or I have lived in or gone through with our spouses, that we must really examine ourselves daily. That are we holding grudges? Are we angry, bitter, hateful, revengeful? Um, and we need to know that we are forgiving our spouses each and every day in spite of all the circumstances that you are going to go through. And this is why we're discussing this topic today, because many of you may be facing this now or in the future, and we want you to be prepared and know the word and how we deal with it with this ministry. Don't panic, but seek the Lord and ask him over and over, day in and day out, about the variety of circumstances that you face in when you have your spouse uh, with involved with another person. Let's hear from some other people. I've been separated from my husband for about a year and three months now. We have been married over 25 years. We have three children together. And he was having an affair, so he decided to leave our home in February of 2019. Um, when he did that, um, I was devastated, completely broken apart, and that's what led me to the Lord. I found this website, and I have been pouring all my extra time into reading the Word of God and finding out more and more about what the Lord expects from me. Uh, my husband has had a child with this other woman, and the baby was just born in May. Um, I do keep in contact with my husband almost daily, and there have been a lot of times where he has come home and left again. Um, just recently, I received a call from him on May 22nd. I had just had a surgical procedure done, so he was calling to check on me, wanted to make sure I was doing okay. And he said something that he had never, ever said to me before uh, during our whole separation, and that was, please continue to pray for me and pray for marriage restoration. I was blown away. Um, I didn't respond by saying anything. I just kept listening to him. And before we hung up the phone that day, he said, and I hope you know that I love you. And that's something that he has never been able to say freely um, in the past year. I just want everyone to know that even though there's another child born, and, and that comes out of, you know, marriage separation or the situation. I know in my heart that God has a plan for my marriage still. Even though it seems like he's made another family somewhere else, even though he doesn't see his children regularly regularly because my girls are upset with him, um, 
he can't see me or talk to me because the other woman will not permit it. All those circumstances, there's still something inside of me that tells me God will restore. So I have to leave it in his hands on a daily basis. And Rejoice Marriage Ministries has helped me immensely through the daily devotionals, the prayers that are posted, and the um, podcast. Um, so again, I just want to say thank you for all you do. And um, God is great, greater than anything that we're going through. Um, and I'm going to keep believing in that. Thank you. My testimony is I've gone through the fire of uh, my spouse having a child outside with the other woman. And I just wanted to say it was hard at first, very hard. Um, but with prayer and letting God really touch my heart and and helping me, I've been able to forgive and not see the child as an adulterous um child like coming out of an adulterous relationship because that's exactly the way I used to see her. We have not been in touch but I've met her, I've seen her and by the grace of God God is helping me to see her as just a gift from God because she's a child and she never asked to come and also to see her as my child. If in a in the future God allow me to raise her as my own daughter, I've been praying for that, for grace to be able to love her anyway and be a good mom to her and give her the same values, love, attention that I give to my to our first child. Thank you. I have had two kids come out of uh, my prodigal being away. Um, the first came immediately when he was in love and all of that and um, told me about it, but he stayed with me. He didn't leave, but he was in a relationship with her still. Um and then he finally left a month before the baby was going to be born. And he stayed with them for nine months. And within that nine month uh, period that he was gone, and he was deciding to come back home, transitioning back home, he found out she was pregnant again. And so after he revealed that to me, um, he's been home every day since trying to work on his marriage and trying to, um, you know, just get through and push through. Um, I have been able to pray for him and love him unconditionally. Um, I've embraced the child. I've embraced both. The other one should be here next month, and it's a boy. Um, so it's I have two girls, and she has a girl, and now it's going to have a boy. But I am also pregnant now, too, um, with my probable being back home. So we're we're pushing through with all these babies. So it makes the process a little slower, but we are pushing through. He is home. He is trying to wrap his head around everything. 
um, everything is in an immediate change, but I'm just, um, the more I listen to the podcast, I'm able to just um, keep the faith and keep knowing, like the last episode, that no matter if it um, all um, happens the way that I want it to happen in my timing, I'm just glad that if the Lord came back now that my husband is home and that I was able to pray for him and love him through it and to persevere and to keep my vows and to do that not only because I want to but for the sake of my children and for the sake of my children's children. And I always think, too, that, you know, there's two babies, but, you know, now they'll be introduced to Jesus and now they will have you know, an opportunity to know the Lord. And even her and her children will have an opportunity to know the Lord and see God work and do things through us. Um, Even our friends. We lost a lot of friends, a lot of support. But um, we know that it is God who we want to be pleased with us at the end of the day. So um, just a young couple married six years now and we plan to, to do this forever, no matter what. So that's our testimony. <laughs> Thank you, Rejoice and Ministries, for everything that you've done, um, not only in my family's life, but in his all over. Thank you. My spouse returned uh, with a child from the far country, and then she left again. And uh, that's been uh, heavy. I, I've not really known how to to talk about that, uh, uh, I should, I do my best on the prayer, um, to just encourage people that, uh, there are boundaries that have to be set. Uh, it's not in our timing and we can't understand it. Even when we think we're seeing movement in our spouses, uh, it really, we need that God to, to let us know. Um, I just want to encourage people, I, you know, a little bit about me. I'm a combat veteran. I was, Stationed overseas, came back, was married to my spouse, 7-15-2011, uh, came out of the military, and when I came home, uh, things just went uh, from really bad to, to just in completely insane. Uh, but God has made a way during this time for the child that he brought via the far country back to really be uh, solidified in this family. Um, I faced court cases. I faced the other men uh, in in my spouse's life, and I just want to encourage everybody that God can do the impossible. I've had to go to court against the other man who was gone for two and a half years and then came back trying to be a part of the kid's life that he was never a part of, not even uh, at the child's birth, because that's when my wife came back was um, when the child was born. Um, so my name actually ended up on the birth certificate. I mean, I'm telling you, God has done incredible things. God has given me the uh, this experience to help others, to let them know that the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst, uh, he can carry you through. And so uh, I just want to say God bless to all. And uh, it's just not easy to, to talk about. Um, I'm still in the midst of the storm. But I see God's providence every day. And so I just uh, hope all will uh, continue to 
seek and to knock um, and to, to dine and to to really just say, you know, this is not um, for the faint of heart, uh, but God has more than enough to get you through the day. And uh, it's not about trying to do anything for your spouse per se. It's about doing what God gives you in the moment. Um, and that's really what has been impressed upon me. Um, day by day, you, you put your hands to the to the grindstone. You pray for them. Um, you pray for them. You don't obsess over them. You just give it to God every day. Just as we talked about Homer being a living example of God, each of these people are doing the same thing for their families, being a living example of God's love. I am so proud of every one of these men and women who have spoken from their personal experiences and how they have chosen to pick up the cross and follow Jesus on a narrow road that's not an easy road. And God never promised us that it would always be easy with circumstances in our lives. But we need to know that he will never leave us or forsake us. And that if we will seek him, like the last man spoke, that it, he speaks to us day by day, hour by hour. And especially when we seek the Lord, he is going to direct our steps one day at a time. And these are circumstances that you may not have, but you may have other circumstances. So remember that any type of circumstance, what some of these people are sharing is their walk with the Lord. And they never thought they would be able to face this, but God empowers them. He equips us day by day for what we need to face that moment and through the circumstances. And I am so blessed to hear the spiritual growth and what God has been sustaining these men and women that they're facing. And that is my encouragement for you today, regardless of what you're facing today, think of what they shared and how that you can apply that to your own personal circumstances right now. I love what Proverbs 22, 6 says, and it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I love the testimony that the one woman shared that she sees this as an opportunity to be an example of Christ, not only to the child, but also to the other person. The other person is going to be in your life forever now that there's a child involved. And that's hard to deal with. But seeing that as an opportunity for a mission is amazing because you are going to have the chance to show these people who Jesus is. In these situations, the child is the innocent victim. And so you need to keep that in mind, that they are a blessing from God and that they're the innocent ones. And then you have to move forward with your spouse and help them through each day. Your spouse is going to feel pulled in two different directions. And as a family, you can decide when your spouse is back home or if your spouse is still away from the home and trying to figure out how to navigate coming home, how you can move forward as a family 
including this child in the future. We've seen many people do it. You've heard some success stories today of people who are doing it and they are getting the grace they need for each day. Lori, I often thought of all that dad went through and I almost expected and felt like the Lord was preparing me to have him have a, another child out of wedlock or outside our marriage. And I really felt the Lord was telling me in that time that I was, he was preparing me or that I needed to accept that child and bring it into our family regardless of the situation because it was part of Bob. And that's the point that I wanted to say. It, often, I think it'll be easier if we accept the child so that the husband or wife will feel wanted back home regardless of the baby and not have them feel like you are not going to ever love that child, uh, bring that child into your family and love them as part of the family. And I think that is so important as many of these uh, men and women have spoken today is that is part of that unconditional love Jesus puts within us that there's going to be a variety of circumstances we face when we go through marriage problems, but it's that forgiveness and forgiving your husband or wife of that and then going forward and not hanging it over their head or speaking about it in anger or bitterness. And, and we accept that child and your children will love that child also. Exactly. It's, Reminds me of the scripture that one of the women referenced from Ephesians 4.32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. And we've been forgiven, so we can forgive. And I think that is part of the whole theme in this episode of, of the podcast of these children. is we're not forgiving the child as much as we're forgiving our spouse and the other person. But there is a result that we didn't expect, and now we are willing, and we have, we're having God knock at our heart's door and saying, will you accept this child and forgive this child is not even bl to blame for being born. It, it is an innocent victim, and this child, you can sow so much um, love and, and teach them so much when you are around them that they may never hear from their mother or father. So I believe God is just bringing in a child into your life and into your family's life that you can sow so many powerful seeds in it and reap a mighty harvest in years to come. Well, I hope that encourages you. I hope that hearing the testimonies from people who are living through it day by day right now, people who are on the other side of it, people who have their spouse at home, people who are still working towards getting their spouse home. I hope that through these different testimonies that you have seen the one common thread that there is hope. And so I hope that God will use that. And if you face the situation ahead, that you will just be reminded that there is hope even in that dire situation that you find yourself in. As a closing, I'd like to close with Matthew 19 in verses 13 and 14. 
where it says, the little children in Jesus. Then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. And Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as they. So I believe God knows the circumstances, and we have to say, think of how Jesus loved the children. And he loves the child that was born from the other person, regardless of it was birthed in sin or not. We've got to understand that you have a choice, and I pray that you will seek the Lord as he will direct your every step and pour in that unconditional love in your heart to accept this child and to go forward. And let's close in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this podcast, and I thank you about this topic, which is uh, close to your heart. Lord, I just pray that you would guide and direct each and every one of our standards each and every day as they face trials and circumstances. But Lord, this is a situation that you can uh, guide them and direct them and show them your perfect will and way. Lord, we pray that you will block all of the anger, the bitterness, and hatred that we could get hearing about a, a pregnancy. And we ask that you would just turn the circumstance around to good and that you will pour that unconditional love into the standard that they will seek your face and that you will equip them to how to walk through these uh, different circumstances. Lord, we thank you. You are the one to give us direction in each and every circumstance. And Lord, we ask that you would help us to seek your face all the time and you guide and direct us. Lord, I pray for all these children that are being born and I pray that you will bless them, you will guide them, and may all of us be examples to all the children without even knowing their circumstances and when they were born. Lord, we ask that we will all, all believers, will love the children unconditionally because God created them all. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd ask that you would leave us a review. You can leave it on any of the platforms that you use to listen to us, but leaving a review will let others find us easier and get to share the same information that you're gaining from. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit rejoiceministries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.